Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. Hey friend, welcome back to the Holistic Marketing Podcast. I hope you've had a great week. I just want to start by letting you in on the details behind the scenes of this episode. So my partner and I were spending the weekend at our in-laws or my in-laws um, at their cabin, a beautiful cabin down at the waterfront in the southern part of Norway. And unfortunately, I forgot my recording equipment or more specifically my microphone. So I was just using my earplugs and uh, let's just say the sound was terrible. And, you know, like I wanted it to make an example of done is better than perfect because perfectionism is something that I've been up against my whole life. So I wanted to sort of just let that all go and have less than perfect sound um, and I wanted to proudly present to you this episode with like no shame and hesitation until I listened back to the recording and I'm like yeah it sounded like a robot or something that was talking so I was like well better get this done a little bit more properly and so Fast forward, we've come back and now there's this whole thing going on and I am currently sitting in the car recording this. So <laughs> I just want to remind you that we get to do the things in spite of what they look like. We don't have to do things perfectly for the value to come out. The most important thing here is what I'm about to share with you today. So... <laughs> So now you know what's going on behind the scenes. So let's jump into what this episode is actually about. How to stop self-sabotaging for good. <laughs> I really want to talk to you about this because it's totally transformed the way that I see self-sabotage and I'm hoping that it will do that for you as well. I'll show you why the concept of self-sabotage is actually a myth and therefore how to never have to struggle with it again. So it sounds almost too good to be true, right? But it's actually pretty straightforward once we understand how our psyche works on this. So let's jump straight into it, shall we? So how does self-sabotage show up in practice? It might look like procrastination, analysis paralysis, all or nothing attitudes, people pleasing, lack of boundaries, not following through, general inaction and so on. We've all experienced all of these or at least most of them and what this episode will help you do is to move through it much faster than you have been doing it before. So instead of being affected for weeks and months and having this as a sort of 
um, pattern for yourself, you can learn to move through it in minutes. <laughs> a couple of weeks back, I shared an episode called Passwork, all of your energy going in the same direction. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I highly recommend you listen to that first because in that episode, I go through all of the fundamentals that I'm about to share with you today. So for you to fully understand what I'm talking about in this episode, I encourage you to stop, go back. Although I know you probably hate the thought of going back. <laughs> I feel you, <laughs> but it's worth it. I'll be right here waiting for you and we will get going on the self-sabotage topic once you're back. So I'm just assuming that you've now listened to that episode and we're going into the self-sabotage topic. So one of the biggest obstacles to success or anything in life really, is that we don't understand ourselves fully and how our brilliant minds work. Once we get it, our world literally transforms because we know how to consciously and intentionally create what we want to experience. And a little side note here too, if this also sounds too good to be true, go back and listen to my episode, How to Manifest Anything. So add that to your playlist as well. In the self-development industry, people talk about how to silence the inner critic and overcome self-sabotage. And some call this part of us are inner mean girl or even limiting beliefs. And I also call it limiting beliefs sometimes. Um, I never call it my inner mean girl, but I do occasionally say limiting beliefs because it's referring to beliefs that is currently limiting us from where we consciously want to go. But in reality, limiting beliefs are just beliefs that once served us to keep us safe, that aren't longer serving us and therefore experienced as obstacles, as I said, going where we want to go. The way most people see self-sabotage, the inner critic or the mean girl, is that these aspects of ourselves are malevolent little devils that are trying to make our lives miserable. As if they feed on our misery. <laughs> but that, my friend, is not the case. Luckily. So in saying that, this right here is what I mean by us not understanding the brilliance of our own minds. Your so-called inner critic will do more for the acceleration of your success than your inner cheerleader ever will, if you use it right. Your inner critic or inner saboteur are simply aspects of ourselves that are afraid of the perceived consequences of our success or whatever you're attempting to get at for that matter. And note that I'm saying perceived consequences here. These aspects are afraid that being successful will result in too much pressure, having too much responsibility, not being good enough, limiting our time with our loved ones, that we will be judged and ridiculed, or that our friends won't be able to relate to us anymore, so we'll lose those friends. And the list goes on. <laughs> All of these are valid fears though. They are valid simply because they're there. These scared parts are criticizing and quote-unquote sabotaging us because they think that they are doing the most loving thing 
to keep you from going through the things that they see as a threat to you, to your peace and your comfort. The mistake nearly every human on earth seems to make is that we suppress and shame these aspects of ourselves and we've even given them names, you know, inner critic, inner saboteur and so on. Not very understanding and loving, is it? <laughs> we tell these aspects of ourselves to shut up and we continue to blaze in the direction of what they so resist. So what do you think is going to happen? These parts will resist our forward movement even harder, turning up the criticism and self-sabotage so that they might get their way, or at least get heard, and be considered not just bulldozed. I mean, for our scared part to be utilizing the inner critic and, you know, telling ourselves we can't do it and all the negative things, is a brilliant strategy to stop us from doing things. Just look at your own experience. How many times have you procrastinated or not followed through on things that you were doubting yourself on? It's effective and that's why these scared parts of ourselves use it. To really understand the concept and what's happening on a subconscious level, I'll give you a visual. I like to put things on the edge to really drive the point home and have you clearly see it. So imagine being in a car that is driving way too fast on a road covered with ice. The road is also winding and there are cars passing by at a high speed in the opposite direction as well. You feel uncomfortable and you tell the driver to slow the hell down. But she just looks at you and says, shut up, stop criticizing me, and then drives even faster. You're starting to feel terrified and you shout, slow down, are you fucking stupid? You're going to get us killed. The driver looks at you even more frustrated and says, I am on my way to a destination and I need to get there as soon as possible. Why are you trying to slow me down? Stop sabotaging me. The way that you see the driver is that she is staring you right into a destiny you do not want. <laughs> you believe that this will end in death. The driver, on the other hand, is bleeding and needs to get to a hospital before she bleeds out. But the passenger doesn't know that the driver is bleeding. So the problem here is that the driver and the passenger doesn't communicate in a way that enables them both to find a solution that makes them both comfortable. And so they both pull in the opposite directions. Had they communicated with each other, understood why they did what they did, and then from there explored solutions that would make them both happy and comfortable, such as calling an ambulance or even better, ambulance helicopter, they would have both put their energy into reaching the destination as soon as possible. And the passenger wouldn't yell, slow the hell down, but rather looked at solutions to help the bleeding driver. They would both pull in the same direction and they would both be fine with getting to the destination fast. And they also wouldn't try to stop each other from doing what they're doing. The way your inner critic sees you is that you are the driver. 
who is steering you right into a destiny that it does not want. And in other words, your inner critic or your self-saboteur, if you will, literally thinks that they are keeping you safe and you aren't listening to them. Of course, they're going to pull in the opposite direction of where you're going. This is why parts work is so invaluable in building a successful business. When we realize that every time we are quote-unquote self-sabotaging, we know that there are parts of us that are scared or uncomfortable in moving towards the goal. So in practice, when we experience it, how do we approach it? So the first thing, as always, is awareness that it's happening. The second also as always really, is acceptance of what is happening. No judgment. Then we want to get curious. Ask yourself and better yet, write it down. So ask questions such as, what am I afraid will happen if I achieve this goal? In what ways don't I believe it's going to work? What am I afraid will happen if I set the goal and don't succeed? Get creative with these self-inquiries and try to understand everything about your resistance relative to the circumstance you're up against. Once you've written it all out and answered the questions to the best of your ability, you want to validate it. Think to yourself, of course we're scared. We've never done this before. Or it makes total sense to fear that we'll be ridiculed and judged. Nobody likes that etc. And you obviously have to mean what you say. So make sure to validate in a way that feels genuine and good to you. I also want to add that emotions can often be seen as children and that's how I mostly interact with my emotions. They can be seen as children because they just want to be seen, heard and validated no matter what it is. So what happens when you validate your emotions is that the guard for solutions goes down. They're not just focused on resisting what you're doing. So they feel seen and therefore more open to finding the solution. The scared parts of you now knows that we will include them in the decision-making process of finding the best way forward for all parties. I mean, it does sound a bit crazy that I'm talking about myself and you in plural. I know. Go back and listen to parts work <laughs> if you haven't yet, because none of this makes sense if not. So yeah, I'll leave you to go back and listen to that if you think that this sounds a bit crazy and out there. <laughs> but I can assure you it's a well-established concept within psychology, so go and listen to it. Now we want to move into what I call thought bridging. We want to build a bridge between the thoughts that are holding us back and the thoughts that are moving us forward. The way we do that is to ask questions of, quote unquote, how is it true that dot 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 and create an antidote to what we're afraid of. So, for example, how is it true that I know what I'm doing? Or how is it true that I have all the experience, knowledge and skills that I need to get to where I want right now? Or how is it true that I am still safe even if I'm ridiculed? Or 
How is it true that it is more important to move forward with my goals than hide from being judged? Get creative here. We want to show our scared parts evidence that it is safe to move in the direction of our goal. And finally, we want to practice the thought that both feels true and gets us into taking inspired action. And it doesn't have to be large or grandiose. It can just be a thought that will inspire us to take the next little step. What feels like a good thought to practice might change over time. So come back to this and iterate as you go. But just to recap how to not self-sabotage or having to deal with self-sabotage over a longer period of time. One, awareness. Two, acceptance. Remember, without judgment. Three, curiosity and introspection, where you ask yourself all of the questions and answer them to the best of your ability. Four, validate. Make your inner part feel safe with their feelings. Five, Thought bridging. Six, choose a thought that leads to inspired action. So the more we understand ourselves, the more we understand our client. And the more understood the client feels, the more connected we'll get. And the more understanding and connection we have with our people, the more they trust us and they see that we can help them. And the more they want to hire us to help them. So I hope this episode has been helpful and I encourage you to come back and listen to it over and over again because the more we get this concept, like genuinely, the less we will quote unquote sabotage ourselves. If you're contemplating getting a coach to help you sign more clients, I am happy to give you an in-depth consultation where we do an assessment of where you are, what your best goals are for building your business and exactly how to get there for you specifically. I dedicate a full hour for this free session. So if you're curious, definitely take advantage of this. Just hit me up on a message on the Instagram at Martina Thompson Coaching. Until next time, have a good week. If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thompson Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 Holistic Marketing Hacks to Sign More Clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box, in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week.